President Biden will speak tonight at 8 p.m. addressing the nation from the Oval Office. I actually don't know the purpose. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Support for Israel? Support for Ukraine? The two are the same? I don't think Americans view it as that. To tell his party that they're wrong and they better get understanding that Hamas is a terrorist organization? I don't see that happening either, although I'd be impressed. I actually don't know the reason for the address. I don't. What I do know is, based on seeing him in Air Force One yesterday and the videos that came out, they better wake him up. But I don't know if it's a B-12 shot or what have you. I'm not a doctor. I just play one on some videos you'll never see. No, I'm kidding. I would never take video. Seriously, don't don't take video. But I don't know what the man is going to say. That will be tonight at 8 p.m. Congratulations uh, to Cindy Carrasco, who will be filling uh, that Senate a seat uh, in Indiana Senate, uh, District 36, uh, the death of Jack Sandlin. Last month, the Republican Party announcing that Cindy Carrasco, who ran against... Uh, Ryan Mears for prosecutor, uh, to which I would have liked to have seen her win. Uh, she uh, will be uh, the can- she will be the one who fills in. She will be the senator. Uh, now I am I'm thrilled for her. I'd like to see her have a future. I'd like to see her uh, be able to make more headway in Indianapolis. And then again, I'd also like to see a Republican Party that actually backs. Republicans and aggressively tries to win elections, which reminds me, uh, the Indiana 13th, I'm sorry, the Indianapolis 13th, you've got a socialist named Jesse Brown running Democrats, a guy who shows up at pro-Hamas rallies, you, you've got a guy who uh, who is, at, based on his own Twitter feed, uh, a, a real uh, dyed-in-the-wool Marxist. You can't let this guy be on the city county council. He's the guy who beat Zach Adamson. I'm no fan of Zach Adamson. Zach Adamson owes NRA members an apology. By the way, for the Indiana Democrats who want to tie Jefferson Shreve to the NRA, the NRA is better than the violence that we have on the streets. And maybe if you worked with the NRA to actually teach about firearms, you wouldn't see as much violence. Maybe the problem is you. Being tied to the NRA is not a big deal. Grow up. You ridiculous children. Jefferson Shreve is bringing Trump-style politics. When Trump was in office, Hamas did not attack Israel, and Russia didn't invade Ukraine. Maybe, just maybe, some Trump-style politics is exactly what's necessary. You children. Children! Good Lord. So I'm happy for Cindy Carrasco. I just want to see Republicans fight. And right now, they don't fight. They haven't fought for years. They didn't fight under Kyle Hupfer at all. As long as we have the governor's mansion, we're fine. Nope, that's not it. Wrong answer. I have no idea if Ann Hathaway's going to fight or not, uh, the uh, chair of the Republican Party in Indiana. I have no idea if Joe Elsner after the... It's, all right, it's been a couple years. Where's the fight? Pick a race. Get nutty. Make statements. Reach out. Anybody? Anybody here from from uh, the Marion County Republican Party? I didn't. I didn't think so. You at least got to try. Got to try. 
And in a bit of wonderful news, thrilled to see it, Country Kitchen will reopen. They caught fire. This was during COVID. So they are um, opening up again. I think I think this is today. The restaurant is open for business today at 5. The kickoff of their new Sunday brunch series is October 22nd, and they feature bottomless mimosas. Or, uh, said differently, Nigel's Happy Juice. Uh, you can make you can make your your reservations as we speak. Country with a K, Country Kitchen Indie. dot com is is where is uh, where it's at is where you find them, uh, and they are at what the North Event Center, is that the is that the address, uh, fourteen seventeen Commerce Avenue. Hold on, I see two different addresses. So which one is it? Someone's got to tell me which one it is. No, here it is. 1417 Commerce Avenue. I've got it. 1417 Commerce Avenue is Country Kitchen uh, Soul Food Place. Thrilled. Congratulations. Way to battle it back. Way to fight back. Wish you nothing but the very, very best. Huge success. Go get them. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Looking at this data, uh, this is a poll from Yahoo News. They polled 1,675 adults. What I cannot find, they did it with YouGov. I can't find the MOE, the margin of error. It's driving me nuts. It's 131 pages on Scribe. I'm like, good gosh, how am I supposed to? Just give me that info right from the beginning. Don't make me search like a freak. Trump 56, DeSantis 16, Haley 9. Um. Haley is clearly now in that top echelon, but I have to think that this conversation about Gazan refugees hurt. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Great to be with you. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. Be a part of what we're doing over there. T-O-N-Y-K-A-T-Z, TonyKatz.com. What's interesting in this poll is that Mike Pence is at 2%. You're like, Tony, that's not interesting. Vivek Ramaswamy is also at 2%. And that's interesting. Because he's had two polls, the Fox News poll in the morning consult that put him at seven and makes his overall 5.6, putting him in the debate. You got to be 4% in uh, the national polling and 70,000 individual donors to get into the debate. Right now, Chris Christie and Tim Scott and uh, Doug Burgum, I like Burgum, uh, uh, they don't get into the debate. Hutchinson doesn't get into the debate, but good. Pence might, is, it might not make it. I've been saying I don't think Pence is going to make it. Ramaswamy had two nice bits of polling that bring him back. Maybe that's why he's considering not doing it. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if the entirety of the field said, we're not going to have a debate on NBC. What are you, insane? We'll bring it to Rumble. We'll let Tony Katz moderate. It'll be fine. Which, by the way, 
It would be amazing. Amazing, I tell you. That's what we should do. Leave it to us. Pick five radio hosts at random from across the country. We got this thing covered. We got it. Pick one person to manage the thing. We got it. Trust NBC. You're out of your head. Meanwhile, uh, Iowa still shows that Trump DeSantis, Haley, New Hampshire, not their 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 latest polling is is the USA Today Suffolk poll. Trump forty nine, Haley nineteen, DeSantis ten. But Ramaswamy is is fading quite fast, and so is Chris Christie. Chris Christie bet it all on New Hampshire. Bad bet. It's it's like Rudy Giuliani betting it all in South Carolina. You got to have a strategy. It, I, I think we've proven that you have to have a strategy that addresses Iowa and New Hampshire with equal vigor, even though they're very different people with very different stylistic approaches. And if you can't manage that, you're, you're not going to do well. Because you need showings in really both of these places to get you to South Carolina, to get you to Super Tuesday. Now, you know what I'm hoping for. As, as, a, as a radio host and as a Hoosier, I would hope to get out of Super Tuesday with two people. Because if you get out of Super Tuesday, which is in March, I believe, with with two candidates, you all of a sudden put Indiana in play. We matter. And for everyone who was here in 2016, on both the Republican side and the Democratic side, the state was fantastic. It was fun. There was a moment on the circle in, in 2016 where American Ninja Warrior was, was set up. Do you remember that? They were set up on the circle. And Ted Cruz was was like, at I think it was at Hilbert Circle Theater. Maybe Trump was there and Cruz was somewhere else. Remember, there was, it was down to really uh, them and, and that nomination. And, and the Democrats were campaigning. It was like, this place is unbelievable. It feels good to matter. It feels good to be able to have a say. And I, I want that for, for Indiana. I want to be able to have a say in, in, in the nominee. Now, as for, as for where we're going, um, I guess I'll let the polling tell me, but really I'm going to let Iowa show me. Um, to deny Trump's popularity is kind of nutty. But to deny that Ron DeSantis has had the best two weeks out of all of them is equally nutty. DeSantis, through getting uh, people back from Israel, the saying, we're not taking in Gazan refugees, calling people anti-Semites when they are, he has shown that he isn't the best campaigner. Concede that. They screwed up this race from the beginning. They're the reason that their polling went to garbage. If you go back and look nationally, and you take a look at DeSantis, in well, what month was this really quick so this is um april 1st on april 1st desantis was at 30 percent. sorry march 30th he was at 30 percent. trump was at 45 from there whoop trump goes up into the 50s desantis gets down to like 12 you're like how is that how is that even possible how could you have fallen like this, nobody had better name ID than you anywhere. No one. 
it, bad campaigning. Bad stuff. Turns out that guy might be a terrible campaigner. But when it comes to the doing, he does. You want to deny it? Knock yourselves out. You want to quote me Laura Loomer? Go right ahead. I'm talking about what got done. He can point to results better than anybody in terms of right now, what's happening right now. Trump can point to his record as president, and DeSantis can point to his record as governor. And if you say to me, well, what about the insurance rates in Florida? I won't disagree. They're they're high. You want me to point to all the things that Trump didn't get done? The swamp that didn't get drained? The border that didn't get fixed? There's a lot to point to, kids. We should be honest about these things. Trump has plenty of good things he can point to, and there are plenty of problems. I think the good outweighs when it comes to DeSantis. I think this has his, his, his positions, his doing over the last really month have helped him tremendously. And people might have to say to themselves, you know what? That guy has a weird smile. That guy is an awkward dude. But he can get things done. And isn't that what we want? I do not know if we'll get to the two-man race out of Super Tuesday. For Indiana's sake, I do hope. I want Indiana to have a say. I really and truly do. But if we're just engaged in honest conversation, as we always are, about where this race is, DeSantis has done much to help himself in the past month. Haley may have hurt herself with this latest, but Haley has done a lot to help herself in the last month. Ramaswamy has fallen because people, like we stated, think he's smarmy. Mike Pence, Chris Christie, Tim Scott, Doug Burgum. This is done. This is over. And that separation is about to become very, very clear. Put it in the list of scams, people. No, I'm not talking about anything political. Uh, I guess it is political. I I was talking about recycling. Everybody knows it. Everybody gets it. Your plastic is completely not being recycled. Tony Katz at 93 WIBC. Good morning. Um, This is from the MIT Technology Review. TechnologyReview.com. Think that your plastic is being recycled? Think again. And it's the story of, uh, look, uh, plastic is easy to make. It's cheap. Nobody wants to recycle this stuff. There are 433 million tons of plastic, plastic produced yearly. That, according to the UN Environment Program. By the way, that's a lot. Like, I... That's it. That is an outrageous number. I can't, I can't visualize it even. And I, and I admit this happens to me all the time. This, I, I, I have, I have a hard time conceptualizing the largeness of things, like the largeness of the economy. Do we understand exactly how much we create? When I hear about a trade show for this or a trade show for that, and you realize that it's an industry you never heard of a day in your life. You didn't know this was a thing, and yet it employs like 84,000 people uh, across the country. You're like, what? What are you? 
What are you talking about? And then this industry, oh yeah, there's like 3 million people in that industry. You don't know what it is. You don't know how it affects you. You've never had to interface with it. Uh, people are are making money left and right. It's incredible. 95% of the plastic used, you know, we talk about 433 million tons of plastic. I can't visualize the number. 95% of the plastic used in packaging is disposed of after one use. And they have done the math, uh, the people at McKinsey, to, to uh, what you could trust them. Uh, it's a $120 billion loss annually. And a third of the packaging is not collected, so it becomes pollution. A significant economic cost by reducing the productivity of vital natural systems such as the ocean, causing $40 billion in damages. Now, if you ask me uh, about the global warming ridiculous, the ridiculousness, the uh, climate change ridiculousness, you and I will be on the same page to say that these people are fear-mongering freaks. Of course, Greta Thunberg is a child. She's an adult now, and I'll call her a child now because she's an adult. Uh, and, and these people are desperate to control your life. If you ask me whether or not it makes sense to have all this plastic floating around an ocean, I'll tell you no. Like, I think we would, we would rationally agree uh, about that. But... The responses sometimes are equally as irrational. For example, well, we can't have plastic straws because they get up the noses of turtles. And about three years ago, was it three years ago, four years ago? Um, the, oh, you got to have paper straws. Everyone needs a paper straw. Oh, look at the paper straws. And some people who made paper straws were like, this is great. Big boom for business. The paper straw has been shown to be worse for the environment. The problem with these people is that they never ask themselves, where should we be putting our efforts? What is it we're really trying to get done? They engage in a radicalness that calls you a murderer for not doing the thing that they emotionally want done. I think we should look at the data. 95% of the plastic used in packaging is disposed of after one use. But if plastic is so cheap to create, they don't actually care. They'll just go about making more plastic. So therefore, nobody's recycling. That is a worthy question to ask of, wait, is there a better way to do it? Now, in some cases, the answer may be no. But in some cases, the answer may be yes. This is a great uh, moment of saying, look, we're not interested in being an environmentalist freak. We are interested in maybe finding a better way that's smart based on data. We don't oppose that. Rational people don't oppose that. It's a really interesting article. I'll have it posted at TonyCats.com. Keep it here, 93 WIBC. Good morning. To the extent that I need to apologize, um... I'm sorry so much of the last two weeks has been so focused on the war in Israel and the response here in the United States. I am not a fan of one-subject shows. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. I, I, I do feel awful about it. I am scouring, I am looking, making sure I'm keeping an eye on all the other stories. As I have often said, the border is the biggest story in America, and that doesn't change. And I've had Griff Jenkins on uh, from Fox News to discuss who they've been uh, apprehending at the border and the and the issues. Uh, I actually spoke to him while he was at the border, and people were crossing, and the boats were behind him as they were apprehending people. 
but this is this is an unescapable subject in in a multitude of ways in a multitude of angles and one of the things that has been remarkable to watch when i say remarkable i mean not in a good way but it it, it requires uh, a a a comment is people saying how dare you take jobs away from people who have voiced their opposition to Israel's occupation. First, there is no occupation. This is all nonsense. You mean Israel shouldn't exist. The people who scream occupation mean Israel shouldn't exist. It doesn't matter what they say. It matters what is. And these people should be dismissed. Israel has the right to exist. Israel has the right to defend itself. Yes, I'm a Zionist. I apologize for nothing. The people screaming occupation believe Israel shouldn't exist. That's who they are. But you you had these law students and you gave them, you offered them jobs and you took it away. Yeah. Yeah. They supported Hamas, a terrorist organization. They lost their job. A Miami dentist was fired. He was caught on video tearing down posters of Israeli hostages. You know, this happens everywhere. They put up these posters in New York and Los Angeles, all sorts of spots, and uh, these pro-Hamas freaks, they tear them down. And they don't even care. They're like, whatever. This shouldn't be up here. It's all propaganda. They're hostages. We know they're hostages. Have we forgotten there are American hostages? What a... President Biden went to Israel. Where was the conversation about American hostages? You have people doing this this riot, this sit-in, whatever you want to call it, at the Capitol, uh, at the office buildings, the Cannon office buildings and other places. And they were fighting with police and got arrested, engaging in vandalism. They need a ceasefire. We have American hostages. We should be killing every last Hamas member. American hostages, we're not willing to fight? You people are weird as hell. But it's Israel, and since you can only focus on Israel being the bad guy because of your hatred for Israel's existence and for Jews, you don't care what happens. You don't care. We see those people, and we're disgusted by them. A dentist in South Florida got fired because he was caught tearing down these posters. Okay. Who said you get to keep your job? Well, Tony, that's just you believing in cancel culture. Wait a second. I didn't say you couldn't be a dentist. But if I've hired the dentist, I have the right to fire the dentist for this kind of thing. Uh, I believe the expression in the legal would be moral turpitude. Do I have that right, lawyers? Moral turpitude? I've got clauses in my contract. I'm signing a new one. Clauses in that one, too. No one said you have to have a job, and no one said uh, that uh, someone has to offer you a job. A law firm rescinding an offer because you supported Hamas makes sense to me. These uh, people, these donors saying we're no longer giving to Harvard, University of Pennsylvania, other places, because of your despicable take on, on Israel... You won't call out and condemn Hamas? We're not giving you our money. You won't tell your students they were wrong for supporting Hamas? Forget you. You failed as, a, as an educational institution because you, you did. Because you did. No one, no one should be surprised by this. 
but yet the left wants to tell you uh, that this is disgusting and this is uh, violating people's free speech. No, it's not. You're crazy. The head of the New York uh, NY University Student Law Association, uh, their president, this this black woman who supported Hamas and then had her job withdrawn, job offer withdrawn by this form th- this firm in Chicago. She said this was a, an example of violence. Murdering fourteen hundred Israelis isn't violence, but you not having a job offer is violence. You liberals are weird. And you start realizing and understanding that as much as Hamas, this terrorist organization, must be destroyed, you take a look at the progressives who support it and you see a level of equal danger. Supporting terrorists is danger. What Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar and Andre Carson are doing by not condemning Hamas is danger. By lying about Israel, they they attacked a hospital. That creates danger. These people, this thought process is a problem. Let us put that thought process into a clear example. A 20-year-old supporting Hamas needs to be shown grace because maybe they don't understand everything. But a 10-year-old can determine their own gender, and if you don't go along with it, you're leading to them committing suicide or we take your kid from you. This is the same political party. Have have grace on a 20-year-old for not understanding that Hamas is a terrorist organization, but let a 10-year-old determine their own gender. This is why the people who are making the claim that you shouldn't cancel a 20-year-old, even if they're on the political right, they're not really getting the whole story. They're not really embracing all the parts of it. I never said that these these students still couldn't be lawyers if they were in law school. They could pass the bar and be lawyers. But no firm owes them a job. But if the 20-year-old cannot be trusted with their words, how could the 10-year-old be trusted to make a decision that will quite literally hurt them their entire lives? Liberalism is this very, very large issue, this dangerous place. And I shouldn't say liberalism because classic liberalism still works. Progressivism. We have issues overseas and we have issues domestically. And we should not in any way lessen what the threat is in both places.